How did she do it? podcast listeners, welcome to the first episode of The Libio Show. This is an extended version of my conversation with country artist LJ. If you have not watched the video release of our interview and longboarding adventure, it debuted last week on YouTube, Facebook, and IGTV. Just head on over to The Libio Show on all socials to check it out. It's super fun, and I know it'll brighten your day as it did mine. Watch the world premiere of her song, Pick Me Now, on CMT, and be sure to follow her on socials as LJ Music Official and visit her website, officialljmusic.com. Now to our show featuring LJ. We're here live from the Metro Center parking lot. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Shout out to Metro Shout Center. Out. This is the zone. Some oh, handmade pottery. So I have a matching one. Okay, so guys, what I like to do is I like to put the cream in first, then add the coffee, because then I'll have to stir it. Well, it's already pre. We already preset this. Okay, well, you know what? We've already got pre-almond milk here. Pre-almond milk? Oh, yeah, that's right. You put almond milk in it. There you go. Mm. Thanks so much for having me on your show, Um, Libby. Thanks for having me in your parking lot. Well, this is not your parking lot, but it's pretty close. Get it. You want some? No, you gotta let it, you gotta, you gotta pour it to where it goes all the way to the top. Oh, that's so much though. That's great. So we were, we were in the car. We were talking about uh, when you first moved here. Yes. And what it's been like. I love Nashville. Rick and I, we, we're so happy to be here. Every time we go away or we get on a plane to go somewhere else, we always look forward to coming back. Yeah. I think we'll be here for a long time. So as a creative person, do you feel like you're more harder on yourself than you should be? Absolutely, yes. I do. I think um, we all, a lot of creatives are perfectionists. You know, we we can go over something so many times till it's perfect or do a vocal or whatever that may be. And it's like, sometimes you just, I'm learning to just let it be what it is. Like if it feels good, it feels right, just let it be. But for the most part, I can't get too nitpicky on anything I'm doing because if I drive myself crazy. Yeah. So I'm just, I've been learning to really like just embrace my creative flow and not overthink it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is hard to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, talk about what success means to you and what the word gift means to you. So success and having a gift that, you know, do you feel like those overlap sometimes and it gets a little confusing? Like, do you kind of know? Um, yeah, I, I think yeah. I think people can get wrapped up in in their gifts and and it becomes no longer about the why. Like, why am I doing this? And um, I think gift. The, like I'll, I'll cover the word gift first for me. Um, I believe in my own walk and journey that God gives us certain gifts to be used, and. And in that, your identity doesn't come from that. It comes from him. But the gifts that he's given us, those are our ways to reach people. It doesn't matter what you do for a living, whether it's music, whether you're a writer, whether you're um, 
a teacher, a fireman, like there's just different roles we have as, as people. And, and like my sister's a nurse and I think she has the gift of, well, she works in trauma. Like if I were one day I, in trauma, I, know, yeah. I pass out blood, I can't do it. But people, there's people that are made for that. And I really believe that like just the same with doctors, same with, you know, even athletes. They're just, you, you can clearly see at the young age if someone's destined for something. And, um, I, I think at a, a young age, I realized I could do music, but it, and it was something that I knew was a gift, but I just didn't know, like, on my journey, like, how much I really loved it. The more I grew with it, I mm-hmm. fell in love with it. And, um, you know, I, 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 would, I wouldn't say I'm a late bloomer in, in one, deciding to want to do music, because it doesn't really matter. But for me, I didn't move here when I was 18. I was, you know, 27 when I moved here. And um, I came here with a dream and, and hoping that the gift that God gave me would br- bring success to my life. And success, I actually already feel like I'm succeeding. Like I feel successful. Like I feel like the music I'm putting out and, and just kind of where I'm at in my life. And I, I kind of I talked about this earlier about perspective. It's like, you know, we always want more, of course. You know, we want a bigger house, drive a nicer car, different things. But I think for me, um, really taking in the phases of life of where you're at and being grateful for those times because I know one day Rick and I will look back on this time and miss it. You know, the times that where I was really, you know, on the climb of this journey I'm on in music. But yeah, that's what that means to me. Um, was there somebody that you grew up being around that knew you had the gift and would remind you of that from time to time, but you didn't really know it back then. Like you didn't look at that and say, oh, I am going to be on stage, but they were there and they would like speak words to you that would encourage you to continue to do that. Yeah. I think my parents, they were, they've always been supportive of me and my siblings dreaming, like, you know, having dreams and wanting to do things and they've always supported it. And, you know, my dad has always been, if you're going to go after something, don't half-ass it go all the way, just do it. And when I told him I no longer wanted to go to school because I was at a junior college and I was pretty miserable because I was, I, I just wasn't, I just wasn't um, intrigued by school, like schoolwork, going to school. Um, I've always been that way. Um, and I just told my dad, you gotta trust me. I, I don't want to do music anymore. I'm wasting my time and I don't want you to waste your money. And I want to do music. and. That's what he, you know, he was like, if that's something that you're, you want to do, then go all the way. Yeah. hundred percent. Give it your hundred percent. I've heard both songs that you've released and unreleased and they're all, I mean, I love them all, obviously, Thank you. um, as a friend and, and as a fan. So, Thank you know, you. um, but you have <laughs> such a unique sound and unique voice. And I just want to hear more about what has led you to choose the melodies that you've chosen because they are, they are separated from what you typically hear. In country music. Um, I don't know. Like I, when I'm at home playing guitar, I just, I'll get going and I'll hear something before I, before I sing it. Like I hear it. Like I really do. I'll hear it. And then I usually lay it down on a, on a little, on the voice memo on my phone. And that's something that I've evolved into as a writer. I I wasn't like that at, at the beginning. I didn't realize that how melody driven that I was, that when I hear them, like I'll be in the middle of the night sometimes, I'll, I'll wake up and be like, I, I hear this melody and I'll, I'll record it on my phone and it, and it ends up in one of my songs, you know? I think a lot of times we hear songs and we don't realize that some, some people are tr- more attracted to the lyric and some people are more attracted to the melody. And 
um, it's always different for me. Yeah. Where I'm at in my life. Sometimes I want to listen to a sad song and let that lyric just sink in. And sometimes I want to listen to a, a happy song yeah, that's going to get you dancing. get you going. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to so know more about um, just how you stay true to yourself through your music and how you don't let everyone's opinion. And I'm not saying like, I feel like opinions sometimes are beneficial and help you learn and grow. But like, how do you let, how do you keep boundaries is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Um, not comparing yourself is huge. Yeah. You cannot. It, we are all so individually and uniquely made. <laughs> and, you know, there can be similarities. There can be influence. There can be things that we like that we, we pull from people. Because I, I naturally have an R and I naturally can gravitate to jazz and R&B chords and melodies. But I grew up listening to George Strait, Leanne Womack, the Dixie Chicks, Shania Twain, Sheryl Crow. Those are people that have really influenced me and how I create and where some of these melodies come from. But I also grew up on Stevie Wonder, Mariah Carey, um, so many different artists that also grew up in di with diverse music, you know? Yeah. And um, I just think the more you start comparing yourself, the more you start dig digging yourself a hole of just forgetting who you are as an artist. And I just got to stay true to my sound and the things that I like and the things that make me feel good. Because I'm like, I have to trust that if this makes me feel good, there's someone out there that's going to make them feel good. Too. And you're going you're gonna to express it in a more genuine way, I yeah. think. So let's talk about more of your songs. Um, Pick Me is one that you just released, which I'm sure we'll get into down the road in a different episode. But yes. um, briefly tell everybody about it and, and what it means to you. Yeah. Um, I wrote this song with Jeremy Stover and Paul DiGiovanni. And um, I remember exactly the day in the room over at Universal. That's when Paul used to be at his older... Um, spot before he moved into his new studio and um Jeremy and I got to talking you know about what we wanted to write about that day and we started talking about flowers and how like sometimes you just want to leave a flower and not pick it just leave it <laughs> leave it alone and um that that's where that stemmed from and and, and and allowing this song to be an anthem for that person that's right in the heat of heartbreak like that right in the middle of it where you're like, you almost don't know what to do with your emotions where you're like, I don't want to listen to a happy song. I don't, listen, I don't even know if I can listen to a sad song, but this is that song for for that person. That's like, wow, this is exactly how I feel, especially as a woman, you know, and I've had so many people reach out to me on Instagram that, and, and, and Facebook and have said like, wow, this is exactly how I feel. I just went through an awful breakup or a, even a divorce. And, um, I think heartache is where we learn the most, not only about ourselves, but about life. It's, it's where we, in, that's where we really endure pain because heartbreak brings so much pain. And I know that feeling. And, um, there's so many different levels of, of that meaning, you know, whether that's you lose someone that you love, you know, whether through a breakup or you just lose, lose someone you love. And, um, but yeah, that song, you know, even when I listen back on it, I remember where I was in that time when I wrote it and hoping that this feeling that we were trying to create would really um, bring hope somehow just through what I'm saying that yeah. they're going to be fine. You know, they're going to be all right, but it sucks, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, yeah. I love that song so much. You should. I love it too. I feel like you could even make different versions of it. Yeah. It's one of those types of songs. Is there a song that you've put out that someone has reached out to you at random to say, hey, 
this is going on in my life and I just wanted to let you know that this song helped yeah. me with like I've had a lot of young girls that that are not currently living in Nashville that want to pursue country music that have been like this is how I feel in my small town like I want to I want to go to Nashville one day and you know they always say do you have any tips for me it's mm -hmm. so sweet because they're just you know they they're back home with this dream of wanting to come here to pursue country music and I know that feeling I know what that feeling was like and um you know I think a lot of people don't realize that there's so many seeds that you can plant in your life even though one day these girls know, know that they want to move to Nashville there's just there's seeds that they can already begin to, to plant that will grow and um you know moving here was a risk and I think in life when you take risks that's where you see the yeses and the noes like and how they affect you and you got to let the noes happen and and if you believe in yourself enough and you've got a great support system around you, you got to keep pressing through the nose because there's going to be a lot of nose, but there's also really big yeses. And, um, but yeah, I've had girls reach out in that way. And it's so neat to see that because I'm like, it's crazy how you put out music and you don't realize it, it truly does impact people. It really does in whatever state they're in. I don't know, those kind of yeses where they're like putting that stamp of like, yes, I see the vision, I believe in you. Those are the kind of things that I want for myself. Yeah. You know, we desire that. We want to be believed in. We want that support. And for me, that was a very significant yes so far in my career. Probably one, probably one of the biggest ever is Jeremy and Brooke believing in me and, and signing me to Recreative. Um, that that feeling of just almost like weight was lifted off my shoulders of of just being like, okay all right, this is, this is real. Like they see it. They see, they, they see the same vision that I see and that Rick and I see for my, for myself. Yeah. And that's so important. That's so vitally important in, in, in what you're trying to create for yourself and the life that you're trying to create is having people around you that, that, that give you that kind of support and belief. How do you celebrate the yeses? What's your favorite way to celebrate? Uh, I'm a champagne girl. Yeah. We probably should have been drinking We should have put Bailey's in this or something. Yeah. Uh, I love any reason to celebrate and pop champagne. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those. It's, I like celebrating other people too. Just I love hearing about what's the good going on in your life because those things should be celebrated amongst friends and, yeah. and family. And um, I grew up in a very large family, both sides I mean, my mom's Hispanic and she, I mm -hmm. come from a very large Hispanic family. And on my dad's side, lot, you know, I have over you know, 30 cousin, first cousins. And um, we grew up celebrating everyone's birthday, everyone's anniversary, every, everything. You lost a tooth, we yes. were celebrating. <laughs> you want one? Those are my favorite. I'll take one. You get the first one. Oh, yeah. These are my favorite. Were you a Girl Scout? No. I wasn't either. I, I've never really been a sales type. A sales type. <laughs> Yeah, that, you know what they do? Most of them try to do want to be serious entrepreneurs. Yeah. Good for them. These are really good. Oh my God. I mean, wow. Dipping in your coffee. What were you interested in when you were a kid? Longboarding, I feel like, what you're about to do. Skateboarding, surfing. I love basketball. I played basketball growing mm -hmm. up, volleyball. Um, yeah, anything competitive games. I love all that. Would you consider yourself, because I know you said earlier Ricky is competitive. Are you competitive? Very. Okay. That's why we have to be on the same team. Or we'll fight. We'll fight it out. I can't handle. Okay, this is a question. How do you handle, just generically, handle conflict? 
Because I feel like that's something our society doesn't do all these days. I, I'm gonna, I don't all the time handle it well. Shoot, I can be a whippersnapper sometimes. But I've really, as, as I've really grown in my faith, I've really taken on self-control. Like just, you know, there's always gonna be things that come our way. There's things that are gonna try to mess up our day. And sometimes they do, sometimes they do yeah. wreck us, but um, just trying to see the good because there is so much good around us. And one thing that, not to be like, but one thing that I'm really grateful for that we forget is our freedom, the freedom to get up and wear what we want to wear and and, mm-hmm. and pursue the things we want to pursue. And um, I try to remember that because there is a lot of turmoil and crazy things going on in the world. And that's the last thing I want in my life. You know, I want a life of peace, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes we go through things with friends and relationships and it gets hard because everyone's just in a different place in their lives. And sometimes, you know, we have conflict and um, when I have conflict in my life, I just want to go the I want to go about it the best way. And that is having good communication and also having forgiveness to mm-hmm. being able just to be have the ability to forgive. And patience with people because we're yeah, all grace. dealing with stuff that we, we don't all need talk grace. About. I need grace every day. Yeah. My, my gosh, Rick. He gives me grace every day and, um, you know, because I'm a passionate Latina woman. You are. You know, but <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I think we learn from those moments in our lives. But, you know, we'll, we always have, com- we're always going to have certain types of conflict in our lives. But for the most part, I try not to have any. I try to steer clear. And if there is some conflict, you know. Like I said, having grace for people, grace for myself, grace for others, and forgiveness. And because um, once you really experience full forgiveness for someone, you really can wish them well, and you really can have, want the best for them. And sometimes it's hard to get to that place, but I know that everyone's capable of it. Mm-hmm. We are. We're all capable of it. And you learn more about yourself when you go through those types of conflicts yeah, as well. Totally. And how to be a better friend, and how to like, I don't know. I mean, moving here, I've feel like I have interacted with so many different personalities. Oh yeah, we have a lot of creatives so many in this different town. Backgrounds and... And we're all passionate people and, um, you know, we all don't, and we all don't see eye to eye on things and that's okay. Yeah. It's just life. But, I don't know, I love this city. I love the industry that I work in. I love that I've met you. You've been such a blessing in my life and thank you for having me on Likewise. the Olivia show. Yes. Like, oh my gosh, first episode. <laughs> yes, ma'am. It's incredible, Libby. Well, and thank you for like inspiring me to to keep going with it. Cause like, yeah, you know, I, I believe in you. am pretty headstrong in my creative pursuits, but like I yeah, I will it. say I haven't always it's it's nice to be able to trust a few people to be to give me real sound advice about what I want to do with my life. Cause I do need, I do need people and I do need that support and you've been yeah. a genuine support to me. Cool. So thank you. Well, I'm, I mean, cheers I, to that. Yeah. Um, well, thank you. Thank you for um, your support. Okay. Life. So before we go longboarding, which this could be, I'm preparing, oh, I'm preparing gosh. to not break anything. Um, I'm not, I'm not the most, I'm kind of klutzy sometimes, but I'm trusting myself that this is going to be fine. We're gonna it's going to be it. great. It's going to be um, great. But before we do that, uh, and I lose my balance, what? Where can people follow you? They can follow me at LJ Music Official. Uh huh. And that's on all my platforms: on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, TikTok. 
I'm, I'm on there too. Guys. I just made my first video the day the other day, which we need to make one today. Yes, we will. I'm yeah. So okay, TikTok. TikTok. That's prime. Prime. I content. feel like premium. I've content. been hesitant with TikTok because I like it. I really like it a lot, and I'm probably gonna dive right in. Dive. So literally, follow do... me on TikTok because you're gonna see the day in the life of me of <laughs> and my cat, LJ and Ricky, Zeus. Zeus is Zeus is gonna make his debut on TikTok. Has he made his debut on Not TikTok? Not yet, but he's going he's to. He's gonna make it. Y'all, y'all, y'all are me. Y'all, yeah, Zeus, he's the best. He's the best. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, watching to the Libio show. Uh, this is my friend LJ, and let's go longboarding. Yeah. All right, Libby. Oh, hold on a second. I ain't liable. <laughs>